This is Radio Free Galaxy. It's time to go. This is the Space Age, and we are here to go. Free Galaxy. I'm Travis Lee. I'm Teen Komar. I'm always Adam. And this is episode 80 of our podcast that we do every week, bringing you the freshest in pop culture reviews and interviews. And tonight, I'm pretty excited because we are talking Spider-Man f- No Way Home. I almost said Far From Home, but it's No Way Home. Spider-Man No Way Home, the newest installment in the Sony... Marvel, MCU, uh, Amy Pascal universe thing. I would not even call it Sony related at this point. No, and it's, that's it's fucking it's integrated at this point. And that's and that's a little bit spoilery, but I mean, you gotta know, you gotta know by this point yeah. that this shit's getting totally incorporated into the MCU, and if nothing else has made that apparently clear, this movie will. Mm -hmm. So, without getting into spoilers, so let's just get into our non-spoiler thoughts, first of all, on on this movie, so that if anybody hasn't seen it yet, they can just dip out after the break, (laughs) and they can go see the movie, and uh, yeah, so... Uh, non-spoiler thoughts on Spider-Man. And we'll get into Hawkeye later. I forgot to mention that, too. We'll get into Hawkeye Episode 5. Um, Trisha will be around next week. Go check out our YouTube channel. It's really great. New video of Teen Up fixing... Uh, you're fixing your... My tablet. Uh, your there's tab- a piece of elastic for my tablet. Yeah, I your fix. tablet. You're dressed as a Christmas elf fixing I a am. tablet. So it's kind of a Christmas elf fixing... A toy kind of situation. Very for the season. Yeah, definitely in for the season. Very, very cool video. Like it. Check it out. That's the latest video on our YouTube channel. And also all the hundreds and hundreds of nostalgic commercials and new MTV segments that you can watch on there. They're all there. I've got a really sweet BC Boys MTV commercial that I will be putting up probably tomorrow or the next day that's super super rad Rad. can't can't wait to put that up and share it anyway let's get into spider-man non-spoiler thoughts christine what are your non-spoiler thoughts on spider-man no way home and do you recommend oh wow you gotta make it so hard but yes this is a total recommend i loved this movie i think everyone even if you're not a fan of marvel will totally enjoy this movie I I don't know if you're not a fan of Marvel. I don't know. It's very it's very like balls deep in the MCU yeah, and Marvel. Yeah, but you know what? I still think you can pick up if you wanted to. You could. So. You could. I I'm not going to say it's impossible, but it would be it'd be awful hard. It would be awful hard, I think. Um but I I loved it as well. I think it's really really fun. Uh there's always some issues. There's always some issues. I've got some a few complaints about it, but overall, what a fun movie! What it, what just, just like a batshit fun, awesome movie. I mean, it's. I I, I don't know what I don't want to say. I, if you're if you're a fan of Marvel in any way, I mean, you're gonna get so many 
little fanboy moments that you're just gonna like squeal you're about. You're gonna geek out and squeal quite a bit through this movie, and it's it's awesome. And it's just a well-made movie. I, 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 my non-spoiler thoughts is while I was watching this, I wanted to have like a foot and a half longer arm so I could reach across Christine and slap Travis to shut him up. <laughs> yeah, he was. Uh, you were very, very giddy. I like, was so dude, happy. Like, yeah, you're you a little twitchiness, dude. Like, that's why I don't go to see movies with children. <laughs> okay, I wasn't being very audible, but I was maybe reacting. Bullshit! Oh, uh, you know, uh, there was there was there was one audible reaction that I remember, but the, half the theater had the same audible reaction with that one. So and I wish got... they would have shut the fuck up too. So <laughs> Neil kept quiet the entire movie like a good monkey. We made our comments during this the the the, the pre movie uh you know previews and shit, yeah. and then we shit talked the credits the entire time. Yeah. Yeah, most of us like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. So that, 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 that's my non-spoiler thoughts. If you if you're familiar with Spider-Man, if you've seen the other ones, you should go see this. Other than that, I can't say anything without spoiling anything because yeah. fuck mm-hmm. y'all. Because yeah, it, I know, I know. I, I have it to is stop. spoiler I have heavy. It very <laughs> clean, very simple, but it's a highly enjoyable movie, especially for the holidays. Like it's totally worth eh. going to the theater and seeing it. Fuck yeah. for the holidays. That has nothing to do with it. This could be in the middle of fucking yeah. August on the doggest oh, days true. of summer. I wouldn't give a fuck. True. It was. Fun. In fact, I'd go see it twice just so I can be in air conditioning all the longer, with a good reason to be there. Absolutely. Yeah, it's 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 a well-made movie. It's fun. It's got some good action scenes. It's got some good drama. It's got everything you want in a super mo- superhero movie. It's got everything you want in a Spider-Man movie. It's got some excellent Spider-Man stuff. You know, yes. it, some of those uh, audible reactions that I might have had during the movie we're for seeing some spider-man stuff you know like some like oh that is totally spider-man you know that's so spider-man you know like mother trucker might might have like no confirmed (laughs) did don't let this fool don't let this fool bamboozle you folks he was making noises for a second there i thought for a second there i didn't know if he was watching a movie or you know teen was diddling his diddly hole you know well that might have been happening too i'm I might have had a thumb on my been. butt, but it might have been my <laughs> own. That would have been your own, because Christine has, has, a, Christine has decorum, whereas you yeah. and I, my friend, we're, go some hard. Mother, we're some shameless motherfuckers. We go hard, even if it's public, so yeah, absolutely. Well, especially if it's public, you can't be going in public lip. Yeah. <laughs> so see Spider-Man No Way Home, especially if you're already invested in... The Sony stuff, if you're invested in the MCU, if you just like the character Spider-Man, you're going to see some awesome stuff in Or if you're one of those weird mother truckers like me who needs to have continuity. Yeah. Like, there's some some sequels that I haven't seen that, like, it bothers me, man. Like, pops in my brain and my OCD goes, what the fuck, man? Sure. So, but it's worth it. It's fucking worth it. It's worth every penny. It's worth every penny. And see it in theaters. It's fun. So... We went to a vaxxed only showing. They didn't actually check us for our vax card. But um, we were kind of running late into the movie because that was my fault too. But, uh, you know, hey, whatever. That's fine. I figure figure people wouldn't have bought tickets for it anyway if they probably weren't. So, you know, there's a higher chance of more people being vaxxed in that theater than the other ones. So I mean, there really wasn't that many people in that theater compared to the other ones that were, like, jammed with people. Yeah, it really wasn't that bad. Um, Actually, honestly, if, like, too bad this wasn't, like, a week or two prior, like, if we'd maybe seen it ahead of time, had that ability, you know what? Honestly, given the choice, I I would say I'd put this on, I I would easily put this on par with Dune for a movie that you should fucking, like, rent out a theater if you got that option, like, you and 19 of your bestest friends. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh for sure. Dude. That would have been for fucking... Sure. Oh, like, yeah, man. Yeah. This is this is a great movie to rent out a theater. If you, have the, if you have the option near you and you've got some time between, you know, Christmas and New Year's, you got some time off and you want to do something fun, grab a couple hundred bucks and rent out if you've got it grab a couple hundred bucks and rent out a theater for 20 of your friends yeah, and it's like $20 a person you know to have the and, highly and, enjoyable time all by yourselves to watch yeah, you know right? an amazing movie yeah yeah and you know what if 
uh, you ain't got that kind of luchy on you, just uh, squeeze your friends for the 20 bucks each they owe you for going to see a private movie. Because you have more initiative than they do. Oh, yeah, chip in and have this awesome experience. Because Christine clearly has more initiative than me or Travis. Cause, like, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> she made that shit happen. I call Christine Mommy Warbucks <laughs> because she's got cheddar. Dude, I need, like, and she's, really, and she's willing to go to war with it. That's the Warbucks. Yeah. Exactly. Dude, that'd be great if I had one of those money vaults, but it would be kind of painful. Like you don't? Oh, fucking oh, I'm sorry. I have to. Yeah, I need, I need like a diamond encrusted one, you know, just to go next to my other kind of plain, boring one. Yeah. <laughs> mommy you know, Warbucks. As, as it is. The Adventures of Mommy. You have to do a cosplay as Mommy Warbucks once for one of your videos on YouTube. Oh, dude, we, we like, dude, can I we shave your head? Monocle. You gotta go full tilt. <laughs> Get a bald cap, at least. <laughs> bald cap? No, huh? full, full tilt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Sacrifice your hair for the for the bit. <laughs> I mean, you, well, I mean you're probably got a good shave. Then. I mean, like I already have half my hair shaved on both sides of my head. So all I gotta do is really just go down the middle, right? Look, look at that, Christine. Uh, we got 30 views on that video. Solid. I, feel, I, ooh, I really feel a draft at this time of year on the shortest day of the year. 30 views, totally Woo! worth it. Yeah, I'm nailing it. Had the shortest day of the longest night. Hey, wait, isn't like there's supposed to be some fucking DC lantern popping out today? Is that Dude. like a lantern birthday? I don't know. I don't know. Don't we have like some monsters coming out of the earth to scour for the next 12 hours and you can't go outside or anything? Yeah, doesn't uh, Krampus come tonight or something? I, I don't know. Some... I, I, I don't know. It was my last Krampus 28 days ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Krampus is late. <laughs> <laughs> waka, waka, waka. <laughs> Yeah, also we forgot to mention it is Christmas week, so Merry Christmas, motherfuckers. La 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 la. Feliz Navidad. Or whatever else you celebrate. Feliz happy, Navidad. Happy, happy, happy that. Happy seasonal thingy. Happy seasonal Felipe's whatever. <laughs> so let's take a break. We'll come right back with our spoiler talk because I want to get to it. Yeah. We'll be back right after this. <laughs> Hey, Christine, it's that time of year again. What time is that? The time of year for gathering with family and friends, giving thanks for our blessings, and cracking open a fresh bottle of Christmas donkey sauce. Christmas donkey sauce? I love that stuff. It goes on everything. That's right. From your first supper to your last, choose Christmas donkey sauce for all of your festive feastings. Amen. And we're back on the show talking about Spider-Man No Way Home. We're going to get into our spoiler thoughts. So if you haven't seen the movie, fuck off. Go see the movie. We already recommended it. It's great. Go see it. Yeah, then come back and listen to this part. Yeah, and if you haven't gone and seen it much, I'm just going to have to quote the bartender in A New Hope at the cantina. Is, uh, we don't serve your kind here. Yeah. <laughs> get the fuck out. So... <laughs> so, <laughs> let, 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 let's get into it. There's, there, I Word. don't even know where to start, except for this. I used to... Okay, so I'm a huge movie fan. I'm way into movie trivia, everything like that, and the history of movies, and who directed what, and actors been in what. And so I used to follow like movie industry news a lot closer than I do now. And I used to know a year ahead of time who was being cast for everything, and being in that uh, online world, you would hear a lot of spoilers from time to time because everything gets leaked. You know, everything gets leaked if, if you're out there looking for the leaks and for the spoilers. Um, but you were. But I, I haven't been lately, and I haven't been that invested in it. I'm still anticipating the new movies and the TV shows, looking forward to them. But it's so much more refreshing walking into a theater and... Just seeing that surprise that you didn't know this person was in the casting or anything like that. And seeing this 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 surprise open up just like the filmmakers intended it in the theater. And this movie was just wrought with surprises like yep. that. You know what I mean? And it was so enjoyable to be surprised with them in the theater. Other 
rather than sitting there knowing that it's coming and just waiting for that opportunity, which is still fun. It's still fun and everything. It's still cool, but it's so much better. It's like being a kid again, you know, and just going into a movie fresh and being like, okay, new Spider-Man movie. What are they going to do in this one? And I knew part of the plot, you know, going into it. And I had heard there were some spoilers about certain things that were going to happen, possible cameos. But the, the guest appearances that end up showing up in this movie are so much more than cameos. A couple of them are cameo-ish. But, like, some of the big spoiler reveals in this movie are actually, like, solid parts of the movie and oh, plot lines real, and characters. Yeah. So, like, biggest spoiler of all is that we get Tobey Maguire and uh, Ar- yeah. Andrew Garfield in this movie, and they're not cameos at all. They're a major part of this movie. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's It was like, when when they open up the, when they, when fucking, <laughs> fucking, I can't remember the kid's name, the character's name, but, like, fucking... Uh, Spider-Man's bestie, like Tom Holland, Spider-Man. Ned. But yeah, Ned. When he fucking has the ring and fucking just inadvertently <laughs> opens up a fucking portal. Yeah. It's just like you know, because as long as says that his family has magic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. my grandma says we're magic. Right. Yeah. Well, facts. <laughs> like facts. <laughs> right. Right. Like there it is. Like yeah. he, yep, he, he wasn't shitting. Nana, his little wasn't lying. Yeah. Who also in the movie was fucking hilarious. Oh, oh god, she was, she was the fucking best. Yeah. Like <laughs> she was just like, you, yeah, uh, you remove her from this movie and you fucked up. I was gonna say like I think I'm finally happy where the Marvel universe is because all these characters have been introduced for the last twenty years and now you can actually just tell the weird and quirky little stories like they used to tell in the eighties and nineties like Marvel comic books and I like that it's grounded it's not like you know it feels like five years of comic books has been condensed down to like what eight movies and like here you go yeah yeah it. They did such a brilliant thing with bringing all three of the Spider-Mans, the recent Spider-Mans, together in this movie. And they paid homage to the best things of each one of them. And the actors were totally invested. Oh, God. Like, Tobey Maguire was totally invested in playing the drama that he played in here. Yes. Andrew Garfield was totally invested in the drama and the comedy. He was really funny. Dude, the chemistry between all three of them was great. But there was a part in there that you were so happy about. That was when um, Tobey Maguire's back was all hurty as Spider-Man. And uh, Andrew Garfield's like, here, let me help you. I know how to deal with this. And, like, he helps him crack his back and stuff. And it's like that simple kind of things that you don't think about, but like, dude, like one Spider-Man to another is going to know it. And like, you love that. That, that wasn't just it. Tobey Maguire stopped playing Spider-Man because it was fucking up his back. Yeah. That was like, that was like meta out of the movies, like tongue in cheek joke towards it. It had nothing to do with them being broly. Yeah. Or like, yeah, I understand, dude. Like, my back sometimes hurts too. Yeah, sure, probably, but yeah. not like Spider-Man swinging across the entire New York City, you know? Right. Like, no, but time. it was based. It was based more on the fact that Tobey Maguire passed. Had to stop doing the role because it was literally fucking up his back. Right. That's wow. why he quit being Spider-Man. Yeah. I, yeah. So like, why would he give up that role? I mean, despite the fact the last one was kind of a shitty movie. I. I. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, but like yeah. that's not his fault. He played the role he was given, and right. that was like what his third installment of yeah. it. Yeah, like, yeah. But literally all because he did so much of the stuff himself that was it was fucking up his back. Yeah, that's. I mean, so, I, I totally understand, and that really sucks because like when he's in this movie with the other two, it just it felt right. It felt right. I mean, can we even talk about the villains that they brought well, back? Well, let's let's oh. finish up talking about the Spider-Man. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, it just I, I loved how they did it because it just put the, to kind of like you can still have the arguments about like who was the best Spider-Man or whatever, is it Tom Holland or whatever, but like it it paid homage to like the good things that they all did together and like brought them. Did to, they to, even I, joke brought in Miles Morales? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And when Jamie, when Jamie Fox, sorry guys, he's back. There's yeah. part of the spoiler of the bag, of, you know, says to fucking uh, Garfield's, uh, you know, Spider-Man three, yeah. uh, you know, it's like, man, it's like, you know, you're down. It's like, I, I thought you were black. 
Yeah. And he was like, well, I don't know, it's multiverse, maybe somewhere out there there's a black Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Miles Morales. Like, okay, granted, they didn't bring up Peter Porker, but... Yeah. But... <laughs> I say they tied in enough though that worked with this movie. I think if they would have went with the spider pig, I think that would have been a little too, too much. much for yeah. this story. That's for cartoons. Yeah, that's for that, cartoons. That's, well, and that's also fucking you know that honestly that that really is jumping the shark. Yeah, that you're right. Yeah, Absolutely. It, it that, would, that would be too story. far. That would yeah. be too far. You paid homage to the cinematic Spider-Man, um, other than the animated ones, and and that was enough. Yeah, so then let's get into the villains. You Not only do you get redemption for all the Spider-Men, but then you get redemption for all the like past villains. Not not all of them. We, had, we, didn't, we didn't see all of them. You know, you didn't get uh, Topher Grace coming in. Uh, or uh, um, <laughs> Paul Giamatti as the rhino. No, but there is a mention yeah, of Yeah, I mean, like, but they mentioned yeah. it, and it makes more sense when these Spider-Men are telling, like, their tales of, like, you know, past battles. And it's like, man, like, what was the worst dude you had to fight? But, like, yeah, let's talk about the villains in this Jamie movie. Foxx gets to come back and redeem Electro, and he did. He totally did. It was great. Oh god! And then Alfred Molina. Alfred Molina oh, as Doc, Doc Ock was really, really good. He was totally he, he invested. Was, well, he was very upfront. Like, why? What made you decide to come reprise this fucking cold hard cash? Plus, it's a good role, yeah. dude. Uh, I actually schooled when Willem Dafoe uh, came oh. on screen as a Green Goblin. He is by far. One of my favorite like MCU uh, villains, because I mean man. he's a great I actor to begin with. Chubby when he popped on screen, man. Well, yeah, because like uh, even in the Sam Raimi original Spider-Man that came out, like he is just he's in it. I was kind of sad not to see um, freaking Defran- or, uh, uh, Franco. Yeah, I I was expecting him to show up at some point because uh, didn't he actually wear the Green Goblin or was he a not the, yeah he wasn't Hobgoblin he was, there was no Hobgoblin yet. Well, yeah, but he took up the mantle of his okay. dad. So okay, yeah. but like I mean, they brought the glider and they brought a lot of things from the other movies, but they did it where it's not like hey, you remember this checklist where it was offensive? No, it felt natural because it it worked as, for yeah, the story. It worked for the story. story. It made sense for the story. And all of the actors, like I said before, all the actors, uh, all the Spider-Man, but also all the villains were totally invested. Willem Dafoe was putting a great performance out. Uh, Alfred Molina was. Jamie Foxx was You know what I liked about this uh, story? Oh, oh, go ahead, Adam. Willem Dafoe's, like, split personality, like, he's he's really good, right? Yeah. Everyone knows this. It's Willem fucking Dafoe. But, like, man, like... Get the dude some psychological help after this movie, because fuck me, man. Diving into that fucking mentality, that was fucking... Yeah. (laughs) So good. I think he played that split personality better in this movie than he even did in... You know what's crazy? He still looks the same since that first movie, and that well, movie was almost about twenty. I think years they ago. might have done a little de aging. Maybe on him a little, and but I'm just I'm just saying, like they yeah. both looked amazing in this movie. They and did. what was great too is it wasn't just a big like muddled mess of like characters fighting the entire time. Like no. most, like it actually like it, it was a different twist for the story. They got moments. They all had moments to shine, and uh, it's just man, the the lizard. And then you get um, Thomas Hayden Church came back for the Sandman. Yeah. Sandman, yeah. <laughs> and what kind of thing? Dude, and the effects for Sandman in this were like better than the last one. Yeah. Dude, I almost forgot. Uh, should we mention a uh, good old Charlie Cox who showed up? Well, yeah. I mean, that was the first big reveal of them all. That's where I had my first audible reaction because I was just like Squee one. I I was yeah I was like Squee because I, I dude I'm a Charlie. Dude, I'm a Charlie Cox stan, 100%. I think he's a great actor. And him him as fucking Daredevil is just perfect casting. And... So we kind of of saw, like, there were some announcements and Travis shared it to me. And I was like... And we talked about it last week where I was like, a collective sigh washes over the fucking Radio Free Galaxy podcast. Because it's like, oh, okay, good. Dude. All right. So earlier this week, real quick side thing, like I, I messaged Travis and I sent him a video mm-hmm. of uh, just you know my just creeping up up to screen where I had uh, happened to have uh, this week's uh, Hawkeye on there, you know, post credits mm-hmm. stuff, and you know, because Travis doesn't want to know, I mean, he's you know, I'm a bastard, I like to use him, yeah. so uh, yeah, 
we'll get back over to that. But Travis, I kind of want to look over him, like you, like jump up and down a little bit and make squee noises with you. But <laughs> I have self control. Uh, yeah, I don't. I I tried. I tried, but it was just too exciting. It was too exciting. It, it was to, fucking to super see exciting. Super fucking exciting. You, you squee exciting. real quick, and then you get over it, and then you hold it in and sit there because it's very exciting. To, it's it's just geeky stuff. You, you want that kind of little crossover in your comic book stuff. That's what comic books are made of. You know, if I hadn't forgotten napkins and didn't have greasy popcorn hands, I'd have been like smacking Christine's hand and like pointing at the screen. Uh, and yes, like, <laughs> dude, dude. I was thinking like this yesterday. I mentioned it to Travis. Like our twelve-year-old selves would be high-fiving and cheering and cla- you know clapping as hard as we could because this is exactly what I imagined my comic books would be if it, they were actually movies. We're finally at that point, and this movie, it nails it. It's cute, it's charming, it has action in it, and I think almost the entire family and adults can actually see it. Yeah, and it definitely also has the feels, right? There are some highly dramatic moments in uh, oh, in this, yeah. and I guess we got to get to the number one of all, which is Aunt May. Yeah. Aunt May, she's... She uh, kicks the bucket, and Goblin kills her in this one, and she's dead, and she stays dead. And she also gets to say the classic line for Spider-Man. With great power comes comes great great responsibility. responsibility. And it's just like, oh! And they waited three movies to give us that line, and it had so much more impact. And she ends up being this universe's Spider-Man's Uncle Ben. Yep, she's so an Uncle do- Ben, dude. It doesn't have... To- we were always wondering, is there an Uncle Ben? Was there ever an Uncle Ben? Well, she's the Uncle Ben yep. of this universe. And, you know, we, we learned from the other Spider-Men that it doesn't always have to be Uncle Ben. You know, and we learned from the animated Spider-Man movie, too, that, you know, that... A spider it's all about really losing something and then learning that with your powers comes great mm-hmm. responsibility you know and we we see that we see so much of that in this movie and he really comes to understand that but yeah aunt may dying was like it, when it was just about to happen and the goblins fucking around you're just like oh no yep and then you think she's gonna live and it's like, oh, man. Well, Marissa Tomei is, like, a fabulous actor. So, like, just... She was the coolest Aunt May. I don't want to see her leave these movies. No. Because she was just so good. And she's such a vibrant, like, light part of these movies. Like, it... it, it the next movie that they, they're going to make for this Spider-Man, and they do have more scheduled, um, it's just going to be dark without her. You yeah. know what I mean? It's it's going to be dark without her, and it probably will be a pretty dark episode. But we have to get to Doctor Strange. Oh, yeah. Because, okay, Benedict Cumberbatch, great, fun. He has some really great scenes in this. But we got to talk about not Benedict Cumberbatch. we got to talk about Doctor Strange and his reckless ass. Oh, so reckless. <laughs> because this is all his fault. Yeah. This is you could you could say it's Peter's fault because he wanted everyone to forget that he was Spider-Man, but Doctor Strange gave him the ability to do so and made this spell that ended up basically cracking the multiverse. Oh, yeah. And, and it's all uh, his fault. No, it's not all his fault. It isn't. No, it's not. Because Wong has to accept some responsibility because he is the sorcerer supreme. Sure. Spoiler. And sh- sure. should have told him. Not that he would could have stopped him, but he didn't even try to stop him. He didn't even say, no, you really shouldn't be doing that. Well, he did say that. He did say that. He said but he, he shouldn't be doing hands. it. Right, and he said, yeah, I'm washing my hands away from- Right. Yeah, it's like, that'd be like, hey, Travis, dude, you really shouldn't go knock over that liquor store, but I, I wash my hands of it. Dude, if I know your intent is going to knock over a liquor store, my... Yeah duty to you as a friend is to do everything in my power to stop you from fucking up. Hey, and, Christi- hey, Christine, you're going to go play with that fucking Hadron fucking collider and knowing that when you put that weird shit in the middle of it, it's going to rip a hole in the fabric of time and, and space? Yeah. Nah, go right ahead. It's okay. You really shouldn't <laughs> do it, but go ahead. Yeah, it's called party to a crime. Yes. <laughs> hmm. You can legally be charged with that. 
we know. We know. We <laughs> so, know. Anyway, anyway, yeah, uh, yeah re- totally reckless though. Yeah, you're right. Wong does share responsibility because it ultimately I mean, is his responsibility. But he fucking yep. he knew it was going to happen. He knew that something like this could happen, and he just trusted that Doctor Strange, Stephen, would not fucking let something like this happen. But they let something like. I, I, you know, the believability that Doctor Strange would actually do something like this is that's kind of like my big complaint about this movie. But it has you have to do that to make this movie work. I, I think in a way it kind of speaks to fucking uh, Strange's humanity. Yeah, that he thinks he could pull anything off. That's that's some of his. Well, well, well his no, ego is no, always no, 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 yeah. Hold on. It, it's his hubris, it's the ego, but yeah. it still is humanity because yeah. part of the reason why he did that is because. He looked in those fucking doughy brown eyes of fucking Tom Holland, fucking mm-hmm. Spider-Man, knows what he's fucking going to lose. Yeah. Like, it isn't just because, like, his friends got fucked. He understands the sacrifice made. So, like, right. sorry, kid. Well, I guess I could help the kid out. Like, I got this. But you told me there wasn't a after, charm after or lost, something. After he lost fucking Tony, and, yeah. you know. Right. I mean, but he could have started out simple with his spells. Maybe a charm or something that could have given him good luck or, in, like, invisibility or, like, a forgetty not spell for that. Okay. It, it was massive. When, when, when does fucking, uh... <laughs> when does fucking Doctor Strange fucking half-ass anything? Nothing. I know, I yeah, know, I know. Not. I'm real, like, especially small stuff. I'm thinking, yeah. like, you can't tell me there ain't no charm just sitting in one of those drawers upstairs in the, you know... Sanctorum. I kept thinking that at some point, Doctor Strange would pull towards the end of the movie. Doctor Strange would pull away the illusion, and he would basically have been teaching Peter a lesson. With you know, like this was whole like a simulation that he a magic simulation that he kind of ran. So he's like, "Oh, you want everybody to forget who you are? Okay, let's do it. It's a Wonderful Life." That's you totally know? a Doctor Strange thing that yeah. he would have done. He would do something yeah. like that to teach Peter a lesson that you shouldn't do things like that. Magic doesn't solve everything. Right. So, you know, I kept thinking that was going to happen, but no, it was all it was all real. And uh, it it wasn't that kind of situation. So, yeah, everything happened and now they've got a real big fucking mess on their hands Ooh, that they have yeah. to deal with. And we're going to get, you know, more of this story in uh, Doctor Strange, um, what's the name in the of in the something of madness, in the mouth of madness, in the maelstrom of madness, something in the <laughs> something with an M. <laughs> Some, something, something, dark side, something, something. <laughs> it's it's in the mouth of madness or something like that. I said or, the right words. Yeah, I, I got it. I, I don't know. I, I, you know, like they're mostly there. Yeah, Maybe I didn't say every word. Yeah. Yeah. So, but in, in his in his upcoming movie, in, in his upcoming movie, which we uh, got a trailer for yeah, dude, at the end the of shit, this movie. Man. So there's two post credit scenes. The first one's got Eddie Brock, uh, you know, venom, 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 and and uh, so we're definitely gonna get some venom stuff in the next Spider-Man movie because a little drop of venom was left. That was the part that we saw in the. Mid- I'm hoping it's not venom. Well, we'll see. It's 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 going to be a symbiote situation. So I'm okay. So my hope then, the speculation yeah. I have, yeah. I hope it's fucking carnage. Again? Again? <laughs> yeah. We we already got carnage, so I, who knows? Carnage two. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll see. Carnage Junior. We'll see what's going to happen with that, but it's going to be a the next movie is going to be a symbiote movie. Which is fine. I need a I need yeah. a little bit of a symbiote in my Spider-Man life. Yeah, uh, Spider-Man and symbiotes belong together. Yeah. So uh, we'll we'll get that. Um, like, but yeah, the the, the 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 post credit scene at the end was just a trailer. Yeah, I was. Yeah, like... wasn't it a scene? It was a fucking full fucking trailer. You know, kind of fucking. A little bit, like, uh, aside for that, you know? Yeah, yeah, I was a little confused. I was like, wait, are we just watching an extended trailer because you didn't have an extra, like, tidbit to give in here? Like, yeah. just, I don't know. Here, watch some of this movie. I'm like, well, you know, I'm going to go see it and all, but I kind of feel like I got duped. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've been bamboozled. I've been bamboozled, yes. Yeah. So anything we didn't mention, really, that we want to get... Um, As far as the villains, though, I... I was like, man, this is the Sinister Six. 
Yeah. I'm like, you just get the vulture in yeah. here, and like, this is the Sinister Six. I'm like, waiting for the sixth one to come along, and somebody to just acknowledge that this is the Sinister Six, because like, it's one of like um, s- some of the most perilous. Uh, story arcs that Spider-Man's ever had were, were fighting the Sinister Six when all of his villains decided to get together to team up to finally beat this asshole. And, like, we had basically all the classic Sinister Six in this movie except for Vulture. And sometimes they change, but, I mean, Electro's always there, Lizard's always there, sometimes Doc Ock. the Scorpion in there or the Rhino. Yeah, yeah. Like, those two usually switch out all the time. They're kind of interchangeable. Um, right. Isn't Bullseye occasionally one of the Sinister Six? I don't uh, think he's ever been no. in there. Uh, maybe he's just too much of a. Maybe he's just too much of. A, I might be thinking wrong. I know he's a. Yeah, I can steer devil. Never mind. Yeah, he's, yeah, more he's of usually a, a solo thing. dude, but I at least appreciated that they use the, like small time villains instead of like the big baddies from outer space. Like they mentioned like Thanos and stuff, uh, and like you know just a mention. I but... fought a big purple dude in space. I'm still getting over the fact you fought in space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like. That that right. was awesome having three different like you know Spider Man tell their tales because they've actually happened and they like like oh how did that dude get cars like he fell in a vat Fuck, of dude. eels and the, <laughs> the, uh, like the no dude no no man you're amazing oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no this is like, I love this movie really, I can totally watch really, it again motherfuckers really yeah okay yeah all right there's so okay. many Easter eggs there's so okay. many Easter eggs that I know I missed um one of them in particular. And this is going to be a segue to our next segment. Um, I, do you guys want to take a break before we talk about Hawkeye? Or no, you just like, wanna... I'm ready to go in, but it's, it's up to you, up dudes. To you, man. It's, it's, it's your file size you got to fuck with, dude. Well, we got about 12 more minutes on this file I size I think we right can here, wrap so. that up okay. in 12 minutes. Oh? Uh, let's do another segment. Let's just do it. Okay, well, okay. we'll take a break and we'll we come can, back. We can, insert, we can insert like a cool commercial or whatever, or, you know, just All right. a hiccup in time. All right, we'll take a break and be right back right after this with our Hawkeye Review, Episode 5. This episode of Radio Free Galaxy is brought to you by Mr. T's Knuckle Shoes. They're the only brass knuckle shoes on the market for when pitying a fool ain't quite enough. Mr. T's Knuckle Shoes. Get some! All right, we're back on the show, and we're going to talk about Hawkeye, Episode 5, and of course we're getting into spoilers. There's no non-spoilers for it. If you haven't watched so far, then, you know, screw you, whatever. Uh, but You and the horse you rode in on. You Screw you and the horse you rode in on, and the horse that you rode in on that didn't watch Hawkeye. Yeah. Uh, what I was going to say before <laughs> the break is that there were some Easter eggs in Spider-Man that uh, we didn't get to, but one of them in particular that I want to mention that happened in the beginning of the movie is that deli in Queens that they keep showing, Mm -hmm. um, that they keep showing that is a part of the Spider-Man universe. I swear I've seen that deli show up in the Hawkeye series a couple times. They've like focused on it. That, that same, that same Mm -hmm. deli. And when I saw it, I was thinking that when I've been watching Hawkeye for the last five episodes. And then when I saw it in, Spider-Man movie, I was like, that's it. I was right. I was right. And um, I think that was right before the Charlie Cox reveal. Yes. So, like, I was like, okay, that that's really cool. But then we got to get to the big reveal in episode five of Hawkeye, um, which we were already thinking this. We, we already presupposed this in yes. past episodes when we were talking about this. But finally, it gets revealed in this one that we are dealing with the big boss man here. Fucking Kingpin, man. Yep. And not only is it Kingpin, it's Vincent D'Onofrio as fucking yes. Kingpin. The only man that should be playing Kingpin. And we get it. And it's satisfying. And my little geek brain is just like... Yeah, okay. So, so... Last segment, I mentioned how I like sent Travis uh, a little quick little video versus uh, no, Facebook Messenger. That's what I sent him. Was at the end scene. When did this episode? Because what do we get? We get the man, the myth, the kingpin. And that's the way it should be. And, I know, and, and, and Travis knows if I'm going to do something like that to him, I'm not going to give it to him. Yeah. I'm just not. 
like to I mean, tease Travis a little bit. You know, I mean, dude, his mouth watering. It's it's just it's just right, Adam. That if you've got if you've got no matter what dude, Marvel there's, there's, heroes you're dealing with, if you're right, dealing with right. a New York street level situation, fucking Kingpin has his fingers in it. Hell yeah. If you're if you're Spider Man, if the you're fact Daredevil, that Hawkeye like knew what was coming. Like if it's who I think it is, like yeah, dude, Kingpin is not just street level. He is the spectrum. Right. Mm-hmm. Like he, honestly, out of all the Marvel villains, I think he's probably one of the best, just because he he spans from that that dude who shakes down the fucking falafel guy on the corner for fucking protection money, all the way the fuck up to a, a fucking Avenger being like, we don't want to fucking mess with that, dude. It's a fucking Avenger for fuck's sake. Mm-hmm. Right. It's it's the arrow but, shooty Avenger, but you know, but yeah. Even that. Whatever, like, you can't even really count that as being like, a, oh, it's just, it's just Hawkeye. Well, I'm just Bro. saying, would Thor Bro, really so waste many, his time with the Kingpin, you know? I think if the fucking Thor went after the Kingpin, I think the Thor, Thor would be fucking surprised what the fuck's up. Well, just saying. I don't know about that. I think I think uh, Thor, uh, you know, laid a smackdown on the Kingpin. There's there's always, there's always you know, in, in the range of power differences in the Marvel Universe, or even in the DC okay, Universe. Okay, so let's, so let's briefly roll on that, on that thought. Yeah. Sorry for the segue. Yeah, However, on. so, Spider-Man mm-hmm. has fought against multiple Avengers because of Civil War. Yeah. Alright, we all know this. No big thing. It's a thing. We all, we all you know, hey, we've seen it. So, um, many of other Avengers have fought against each other, so we're looking at uh, our good buddy Spider-Man. Spider-Man's fought the Kingpin, and into the Spider-Verse, a Spider-Man got killed by the Kingpin. Right. In the comic books, I'm pretty sure Spider-Man been murked by the Kingpin. Mm -hmm. Multiple times. Spider-Man can hold himself his own against multiple different Avengers. Yep. Powered or unpowered. Yep. And they can all hold their own against Mr. Uh, Thor. Right. Powered or unpowered. Right. So, I mean, you can kind of extract from there that I'm pretty sure the Kingpin could hold his own against the mightiest of fucking Thor. Sure. I mean, you can always write the right story to make that happen. You know. Correct. You can... Uh, you know, for for anything, for for anything in the Marvel universe, you can write the right story for it, and and Correct. that's and that's what and, they're doing. So, and my goal isn't just like to start the fucking geek argument. I'm just saying, like, you know, it's, no. it's possible. I we all know that you know Thor is infinitely more powerful in, in terms of powers than the Kingpin, but Kingpin, you know, extends his reach in other ways. It's sometimes not about personally could you win in a fight. But Kingpin has his fucking hands in everything. Hands in everything. So you may be right. able to beat him personally, but he's got a network, a criminal network out there that you just can't bash a hammer through. You know. Right. And it also, like, I mean, sure, you can't bash a hammer through it, but there's other aspects of it. Like, hey, just because he himself is empowered, Tony Stark ain't fucking powered. What's his super ability? He's fucking, uh, you know, billionaire, philanthropist, genius. I'm like, okay, Kingpin. Uh, not necessarily a billionaire, but he probably kind of is, yeah. just because of what he can, assets he can cut. Right. Uh, pretty goddamn smart. Mm-hmm. Fucking big motherfucking dude. Yeah. Right. Unstoppable. Yeah. I mean, he's not he's not the fucking juggernaut or anything, yeah. but like he's fucking for non-powered. He's pretty fucking up there, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Man, oh God, this series is so good. And, you know, right. of course, we, we get more good uh, Kate Bishop stuff in this movie. I right? hope she gets her own fucking movie. She deserves a movie Dude, or just an no, extension of this series. No, what we need, we need Florence Pugh and Kate Bishop <laughs> to have a series together. I'm sorry, uh, we haven't even mentioned Florence Pugh We yet. have not. And oh, we oh, 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 hold on, hold on. In addition to that, then I hope that's when they introduce fucking Ironheart. Because that would yes. be fucking oh, yeah. cool. That would I be want really my cool. African American girl fucking suited up Iron Hero because that Hell would just yeah. make me happy. Riri Williams. Yes. Like, Fuck yeah, dude. But like the chemistry ah. between like Haley Steinfeld and Florence Pugh is amazing, and I love the fact that uh, Yelena holds her own as a Black Widow since her sister is no longer with us because she sacrificed for the Time Stone. I can't remember what stone. One of them. What, whatever, the orange stone or whatever. 
And mm-hmm. it's nice to have, like, these characters that they have had in the movies, the most recent ones, and they're still coming through. And I'm like, dude, I would love to see Kate Bishop and a Black Widow kick ass in their own miniseries. Yeah. And a Riri Williams in there, throw all that in there. Yeah. I mean, it's just really a Young Avengers situation. Yeah, dude, I'm totally down with the Young Avengers. I mean, like, I know mm-hmm. DC has tons of, like, you know, Young Justice League, you know, mm-hmm. and the Teen Titans and stuff. I would like to see... But, like, the, yeah. I mean, besides Spider-Man is, like, our youngest, you know, Avenger slash superhero, we really don't have many in the teen bracket. And it'd be nice to see Kate Bishop kind of sally forth a new generation of, like, young, you know, like, okay, you know, so, mutants and stuff. So, um, you, dude, I'm kind of pissed off, in a way. Because, like, oh. this type of shit would have been perfect when, like, we were all kids. Oh, oh yeah, dude, dude, yeah. yes, I know. You I know, know how much fucking. I, know. I mean, just stupid amounts of money. Like they could have just easily made. Oh, yeah. they would have had Adam, all my Adam, money. We dude. dreamed, Adam. We dreamed about movies getting made about our favorite so comic books when we were so kids. unfair. Yeah. Like I, I know. Like, like we're spoiled with like all the movies we have. Like oh, that's so like blase or boring. I'm like dude, I would have killed, killed for a Doctor Strange movie so or an Avengers any, movie. But like this, yeah, man, I would have been losing my mind. So no offense, to anyone who's a teenager and listens to the podcast, but y'all's fucking spoiled, and this shit's wasted on you. Yeah, just saying. Dude, the most we had was, like, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies. The first one was amazing. The second two, not so much. Or uh, the Super Mario Brothers. Or cartoons. Like, we, we got, yeah, we, we got, got cartoons. We got cartoons, you know? But we didn't get a good live action. No. Uh, I mean, Spawn, like, that, I used to be a big Spawn fan, and that movie was atrocious. But, like, you get where I'm going with that. Like, yeah. there just wasn't any good adaptation uh, to no. live action. And yet we are absolutely spoiled 90s. with so many of them. And, yeah, like... If you're under our age, yeah, you're like, oh, I'm bored of it. Like, dude, you have no idea how much I would have been, like, crying in a theater at 12 years old, seeing my favorite characters up on the screen and well, taken seriously. I mean, I'm, I'm 43, and I'm shedding tears at fucking superhero movies, so <laughs> they're still doing yeah. their job, apparently. They, they, they yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, that, that whole Aunt May thing was pretty Oh, dude, I, yeah, I was so sad, because I'm like, dude, she nailed it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Hawkeye, another great episode. Yeah, and, and we got to... Dude, the, the scene between Yelena and Kate Bishop in her old apartment was really good. <laughs> and and you can tell the psychological training of the Black Widows because she's doing all of those things to, like... Uh, she's saying Figure all those things out. to, like, to keep her on edge. You know what I mean? Calling her Kate Bishop... Doing the distracting thing mm-hmm. with the hot sauce Getting and the under noodles. her skin. Like, you don't want none of this macaroni? Yeah. I, I made really good macaroni. It's it's all purposeful done by a black widow. It's it's part of your whole interrogation techniques and, like, things like that. But like, when Kate Bishop was like, I saw could have killed you. And she's like, oh, kill, kill me? Really? <laughs> <laughs> like, she was, like, laughing. Oh, I'm like, don't no, be funny. silly, Kate Bishop. That's really funny. <laughs> yeah. Kill me. <laughs> yeah, kill me. I, I want this series. Marvel, if you're out there, hear our pleas and make this. I, happen no i think that's gonna happen because they have to transition if they want to keep the franchise going they have to transition to a new set of avengers and they've got this great set that they're already building up you got spider-man you got yelena belova you've got kate bishop that's a that's a solid basis right there for a new a new avengers and i'm still thinking that thor's the dog so maybe we might have some like you know thor might be the dog i'm thinking dude dude that's way too much of a coincidence and dude how cool to be to have just a small time with some big time stuff in it but still be small but pizza dog is just funny being pizza Pizza dog's amazing (laughs) go pizza dog that's what they officially call him, right? Well, pizza dude, dog? all he has eaten is pizza straight. <laughs> no fiber for that poor puppy, but it's okay. I also got to mention Grills. I love that character. I love that he is an addition to this series. Uh, it, it just helps out, round out the like whole world of Kate Bishop. That, you know, she's got friends and people that she can dip into. And it looks like, you know, they might probably like make some new arrows for them or something or well i mean they have knows? some outfits made for them that they yeah. didn't reveal yeah and i'm like oh my god are we gonna get some purple i want to see some, some outfits yeah. i want to see some cute outfits from these adorable larpers who are yeah. just uh now i i love this entire series it feels very natural right. and like i love the fact that hawkeye is kind of like 
somehow became their mentor, like, accidentally, but, like, it, it, I love it. Out of all the uh, uh, Disney Plus Marvel series that have come out so far, to me, this is the best one. I've liked other ones. Uh, I've liked aspects of the other ones. But they're not but very memorable. Like, they just, like, not. they always go over the top, and, like, you kind of get yeah. disappointed. This I'm not disappointed in, and the runtime is actually, like, it's perfect. It's perfect. It's perfect. Uh, WandaVision was fun, but it was too long. It, 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 it got lost in its gimmick. Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier had some good parts, but uh, the villain was weak, and it, it just had a lot Loki of forgettable shit. Loki was really, really good. I really enjoyed it, but it would be second to this one. Yeah. I still really just... It's just simple. It's just good. It's and that's what I like about the Marvel Universe. You can go from two different sides of the spectrum, whether it be small time or like intergalactic, mm-hmm. and I will love them both as long as the story is written well. And the story is written very yeah. well for the series. It is. It is really good. Anything else we want to mention here, guys? Um, Hawkeye. Well, no, I think. No, we, I think. I, I think, I think we, we nailed I'm, I'm just really excited for next week's episode. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm just trying to think. Like, did we mention all the cool stuff in it? I think we yeah. did. By the time you hear this, it'll probably be out already. Um, <laughs> we were recording this a little late, but we had to wait to see Spider-Man. So, uh, by the time you hear this, the last episode will probably be out. So we'll review it next week. We're also more than likely going to do our Matrix v- review next week. Uh, Matrix. What's what's it? Resurrections? Resurrections. Matrix Matrix Resurrections. We'll hopefully get to that next week. But it is Christmas week, so who knows what can happen. And speaking of which, Merry Christmas to you all, like we said earlier. Hope you have a happy holidays, happy Hanukkah, whatever you, Kwanzaa, whatever you're celebrating. Honestly, we hope all the best for you and your family. And thank you for listening to us. We really appreciate it. It makes our holiday season and uh yeah anybody you got anything to add happy happy, happy merry christmas and can't <laughs> wait for the next episode can't wait for the next episode of hawkeye and can't wait for the matrix so thank you guys for listening check us out on anchor check us out on spotify apple Podcasts. leave us a review on apple Podcasts if you can and check out the youtube channel there's a cool new video of christine up there fixing a toy doing a thing looking cute so there's that, and lots like, of videos. Like, comment, subscribe. Smash that subscribe Smash button. It. Smash yeah. it. Be like the Hulk. Smash that subscribe button as hard as you can. But don't yeah. break your computer. Yeah, don't, don't smash do it that. that hard. You don't want to break yeah, it. Don't, yeah, don't, don't, don't break your computer. Because I ain't going to fix it. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely isn't. So thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to episode 80 of Radio Free Galaxy. Bye-bye. 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 Thank you.